Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's get right into it. We getting right into it. Let's get to it. Yeah. I don't know where you was at when you first heard this. I know where I was at. It's a half a day at school. You know what I mean? Sunny days sweeping the clouds away. On my way to where the air is sweet. Can you tell me how to get, how to get to Sesame Street? Woo! Started out like this. Uh, 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 yes. Play, everything's a okay. Friendly neighbors, oh fuck, yo! I never knew the lyrics like this. Real shit. Tell me how to get, how to get to Blood Clot Sesame Rash Clot Street, Blood Clot Street to Sesame Street. Mm. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, we started out like that. We gotta start there because I got a gripe. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna talk my shit today about this but anyway welcome back to episode 156 of the all jokes aside podcast i am your host will mills aka king dirtbag let's get right into the bullshit before i start there i gotta i gotta bring something up right it has come to my attention now everybody knows i am based out of orlando florida by way of brooklyn new york it has come to my attention that in orlando florida another group of people has decided to start a podcast called the All Jokes Aside Podcast. <laughs> First and foremost, here's one. One, if you're doing that on some strong arm shit, because if you already know who I am and you know you're doing that, I'm going to name my shit that too. It ain't going down like that. You know what I mean? Y'all not going to just high side my name like that. That's not happening. I built this shit up. For damn near five years. And number two, if you don't know, if you named your show after something that already exists, one, it shows your level of unprofessionalism because you guys should have actually looked into it to see if somebody already had the name. Not only is the name of the podcast exists, it exists based out of the same city that you're in. And three, if you do decide to do that, one, you can't because, you know, kind of own the name you can't do that you know what i mean and two if you don't know i mean if you do decide to like try to run with it you want to do it anyway like say if you could even legally do it why would you want your name to be named after something else that already exists it it, 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 
it fucks up your integrity. You know what I mean? Like, like, don't you want to be original? Like, anybody who comes on your show is going to know, like, yo, that's dirtbag shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he already been doing that for the last four or five years. Why would you? You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be. It's nasty. You know, it was nasty to even hear it. Somebody said it to me. And um, I don't like it. You know what I mean? But I ain't going to say nothing. You know, y'all go ahead and try to rock out with it if you want. Have fun. You know what I mean? Anyways, um, I want to get into this whole Sesame Place debacle. Because the shit is nasty. It's nasty. You know what I mean? Um, if you've been living under a rock for the last week, Sesame Place is under fire because two little girls were allegedly ignored and shunned by the character named Rosita. I've been seeing that character and I had no idea of the name and I damn sure didn't grow up on Rosita. So apparently she's new, she's Mexican. And black people once again are outraged over the bullshit. So let me see if I can pop it for my YouTube viewers. Um, let me show y'all the video. Uh, Sesame Street, or Sesame Place. Kids ignored. All right. So here it is. And this shit was on. This shit made the news. This shit went crazy viral. All right, so let's play this little clip. Sesame Place come out of fire after a black mother said her daughters were ignored by a cut performer dressed like a character. The Philadelphia area theme park based on Sesame Street has responded to the allegation saying the brand park and employees stand by for inclusivity. The mom posted a video apparently showing the performer dresses Rosita dismissing her daughters and saying no. We were on our way to Sesame Street. Let me read this. We were on our way to Sesame Place and the kids wanted to stop to see the characters. This disgusting person blatantly told our kids no, then proceeded to hug a little white girl next to us, she wrote. Sesame Place said in a statement the costumes of our performers were sometimes make it difficult to see at lower levels and sometimes our performers miss hug requests from our guests. Alright, where's the video, man? Where's the video? I gotta see this shit. Because I broke this video down, I analyzed it. Okay, that was that's not the video, apparently. Where's the video? Alright, this might be it right here. I think this is it. Sesame Street-themed amusement park in Philadelphia is apologizing after a video appears to uh, two black children being ignored by a costume character. I, hey, we go see it. The girl's mother posted video of her daughters look, being I wanna ignored go back. by I want to go back and look at this again. The girl's mother posted video of her... Let's go back. Okay. The girl's mother... Now, from my perspective, what I saw... It looked like she didn't see the girls. Because she's a lot taller than the little girls. And it looks like where she sees from her eyes or wherever the mouth area is, where the eyes are, where their face is located. She, because of the obstruction of the mouth, she can't see down unless she literally tilts her head down. So it looks like she's looking out front and saying no to someone else in front of her. The kids are lower. They didn't touch her, so she kept it pushing. Also, when the mother said that she hugged the little white girl after that, where's the video footage of that? This is, what, this is my problem with this shit. 
My problem is not the mother having a problem with this, because as a mom, you feel like your kids would disrespect you. You should protect your children. What I have a problem with it is this causing outrage in the black community. And black people always fall for this type of bullshit. The smallest things will trigger you, and everybody just jump on board the fuck Sesame Street, fuck Sesame Place bandwagon. And it lasts for a couple of weeks, and then we move on to something else. The shit always happens. It happens with George Floyd. It happens with Philando Castile. It happens with anything that the media puts out there that shows black people being harmed, that we jump all over it, and then it's over with after that. When there's blatant things that we should be concerned with. I'm not saying this is, this is, this is something to be a little bothered by, but to be outraged where the shit is making the news, and now the mom is fucking saying that the kid is traumatized and needs therapy? This is bullshit. The nastiest, that's not even the nastiest part about it. I got to give somebody their flowers. And I even hate to do that on this show because I've went in on this dude. Now, I've always said this dude is right message, wrong person. And I'm talking, of course, about Hassan Campbell. Can't stand him. This doesn't change, this changes nothing about my feelings towards this guy. I think he's a psychopath. I think he's a ticking time bomb. And I think he's a cloud chaser. However, a lot of shit he does say is right, and he's consistent on his points. I've never seen him backpedal on his feelings towards a person, especially on people like my son and Tamika Mallory, who I've always agreed with him to a certain extent about them too. He's been calling them out on their bullshit for a long time now. So, these mother... My son and Tamika Mallory in New York City, they had a whole rally with the news, with cameras in front of it, lawyers about Sesame Place. Are you shitting me in New York City? Now, my son being from the Bronx, bro, your borough is wildin'. Wilding. The drill rap shit, everybody's out of control. I I love drill, so I'm not gonna say it like that. But we know what that shit is producing, or who's actually drilling, uh, uh, who's doing the drill music, and it's real. That's reality rap right there. Niggas getting indicted left and right, getting killed left and right. I have not seen a my son Tamika Mallory rally over that shit. So it's like, although I can see people being upset and bothered by this, the outrage bothers me. The outrage. This is not something to be outraged about. This is bullshit. Actually, when I looked at the video, I laughed. As a comedian, this shit was hilarious to me. Because I didn't see racism. I saw fuck them kids. That's what I saw. I saw, if that was the case, if she even saw them, Right? Let's just assume she saw them. I saw, I'm, I'm done with you kids for the day. Kids are fucking annoying. Kids are annoying. Also, black people, how do we know who's under that costume? Black people, you do this all the time. You get your panties in a bunch, you get in your feelings, calling shit racist, when it really don't be racism. Because if there's a black person in that costume, then what is it? The mother could say whatever. We don't see the whole video. There is no video of Rosita 
hugging a white girl right next to them. There's no video of that. They give you bits and pieces of what you what they think that's going to make you mad, and they leave it at that. I was on Fox News a couple of years ago during the pandemic over the same shit because I found something that showed another angle, some shit that black people was outraged about. And what happened? I was right. I got called all types of coons, sellouts, all types of shit. Um, that shooting that took place with a black guy, I forgot his name, my, my, my bad, he got shot in his back seven times by a police officer. And, when, and this was during the whole George Floyd shit. And when I saw that, I called shenanigans immediately because I said there got to be more to it. You're not just going to show me a black guy getting shot in his back and then that's the end of it. I need some shit. Not saying it's ever right to shoot somebody seven times in the back. But for a motherfucker to get shot that's going in his car, why? Why? And for, outside in front of a crowd of people, it wasn't just him and the police. It was a whole group of motherfuckers out there. So me using my common sense and my logic, I searched YouTube for an alternate angle. What did I find? An alternate angle. And what did that alternate angle show? It showed that same black dude fighting with the police, pulling out a weapon, attacking the police, I saw his wife and kids in the background begging him to stop. After they got the weapon out of his hand, he was running over to his car to retrieve another weapon. And then he got his ass shot. He caused his own bullshit. He lived. He lived. I don't see, I ain't hear about no police getting sued. I ain't hear about him pulling the lawsuit. I ain't see Tamika Mallory and Mike Son saying, you know what? We gonna go ahead and uh, fight this one. I'll sharp the none of the motherfuckers. They didn't know why? Because they know it was his fault. So I spoke on that before that angle of the video came out. Actually, I'm actually the one who put that video out there. And I got, oh, they still shouldn't have, shouldn't have what? I remember another video. Young black girl was lunging at a white girl to stab her. And the cop shot that girl. And I believe he killed her. Once again, I got called the coon. Well, she the one who called the police because they was attacking her. Okay, well, the, the officer that showed up is not a 911 dispatcher. Because the story changes if that officer didn't do what he did. Right? Because what happened was the officer pulled up. Split second. He jumped out the car maybe two seconds. In that two seconds, that girl was lunging at another girl with a kitchen knife. And he had to protect that girl from being killed. The story don't matter when an officer's seen that. We so fast to call everything racism because the things that are happening is happening to black people. This type of shit happens a lot to everybody. In some cases, it is racism. It is bigotry. It is us being singled out. But in some cases, the media will push it to, to control the narrative and make it a certain way to distract us. Sorry to use Hassan Campbell's words. I hate when he says that shit. Because he always got to say some outlandish shit after that. But I get it. You understand what I'm saying? Now we got Tamika Mallory and my son having a fucking pep rally about Sesame Street. A whole news conference. I didn't even watch all of it. So you guys will indulge me. We're going to watch some of this shit. Let me cue it up. Because I was looking at the part where she comes on. It was a whole lawyer out in the beginning. This is such Bullshit. Family. Okay. Let's see. Should I play it from here? Okay, let's play this. Let's play from right, here we go. To be dismissed. To be rejected. And to leave your park feeling inferior. 
If you don't respect the dollars that keep you in business, we will respect our right to not continue to give them food. The time is now to do right by these families. The time is now to right these wrongs. Or, in the words of Kermit the Frog, life is like a movie. Write your own ending. Bro. This nigga didn't just quote Kermit the Frog. Who? What type of shit is this? Yo, I swear to God, sometimes I, I can't. I, I, I got to say it. I would not. I, I don't ever want to be anything else. I love being black. I love my big dick. I love my skin. I love the fact that I look very young for my age. I love my deep voice. I love the fact that white people get nervous when I walk by them. I love being a threat. I love that women are attracted to me. But I must say, some of you fucking black people make me ashamed of my race sometimes. And this is one of the main reasons why. This motherfucker just quoted Kermit the Frog to make his point? Nasty work. Come on, son. For what? Bruh. To be dismissed? Hairline is crazy. To too. be rejected? And to leave your park feeling inferior? If you don't respect the dollars that keep you in business, we will respect our right to not continue to give them to you. This is so the time nasty. is now to do right by these families. The what time is mean? now to right mean? these wrongs. Or, in the words of Kermit the Frog, life is like a movie. Write your own ending. With that, I will now bring... He thought that was a bar? Like people was going to erupt into... Look at my son. You know he on deck. Thank you. Cornball uh, ass nigga. Lamar. I want to read to you all a little history that has been noted about Sesame Place. Now, I hope she tells the truth. I hope she tells the truth about Sesame Place. Because if you guys don't know the history of Sesame Street, if she doesn't say it, I'm going to tell you what it is. And it's actually very beneficial to black people. Because Sesame Street was created for us. Let's see if he has, if she says that. <laughs> The Smithsonian Magazine. Um, first of all, let me just remind you that my name is Tamika Mallory. And yeah, I am we one know. Of the four co-founders of Until Freedom, a social justice organization. The Smithsonian Magazine says that Chester Pierce, an African-American psychiatrist and Harvard professor, helped design what he called the show's hidden curriculum to build up the self-worth of black children a fact. through the representation of positive black images. That's a fact. Sesame Street in the 70s was created for that reason. That's why it was in the hood. I believe Sesame Street was supposed to be in Harlem. That's why if you notice, if you go back to the, I know you guys, some of you guys are a little young. I mean, even I'm young to remember that, but I watched it as a kid, but they showed a lot of the repeats from the 70s and it was a lot of black people on these shows a lot a lot of black representation for sesame street that's why we loved it so much pierce also insisted the show present an integrated harmonious community 
to challenge the marginalization of African Americans yep. that children routinely saw on television and elsewhere in society. More history. Yep. Jackie Robinson, one of, and in fact, yesterday we celebrated his wife Rachel Robinson's 100th birthday. Jackie Robinson was one of the first two. Sidebar, how embarrassing is that? Like to say, to tell your husband or your wife, where are you going? Oh, this family in Philadelphia was snubbed by a Muppet baby. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this girls was snubbed by Sesame Street characters and I'm going to get a news crew outside in New York City and we're going to protest about Sesame Place. I need to know, was is this a thing prior to this? Because I've never heard about this before. Like, was this a thing already? Sesame Place was under fire for some shit like this in the past, and now it's, like, gotten out of hand because of something I caught on video. I'm sorry, this might be a little winded. I, I, I need to know. I need to know. An advertisement for Sesame Place, Sesame Street. Nina Simone made the show's hidden curriculum explicit when she joined four black children on the stoop in 1972. 1972. This is the history of Sesame Street, right. which Sesame Place is supposed to be a product of. Right. So we are not here today because we're just upset about something that happened at a park. We are here because the history of what this park is supposed to represent has been denigrated. Our communities have been disrespected when the entire history of what this park is supposed to be about is the opposite of what we saw, not just in this video, where in the video with this family that is standing here today, but in so many more that have come forward. What we have now uncovered is that, unfortunately, discrimination is in another area of our society and it must be rooted out. I was asked, why are we even having this press Brian, conference please today? Brian, please tell me. Someone said to me, just shut it down. We should just not go to Sesame Place why? anymore. And why? 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 Come on, man. This is bullshit, yo. Until Freedom issued a warning to other black families last week where we have told folks to be very careful, which means that you should be careful about where you spend your dollars and how your children are exposed, especially in light of the way that Sesame Place has responded. You know what's so funny about this? And I'm done with this, by the way, y'all. I'm done with this. I, I've had enough. Um, if you want to watch it, the whole full videos on YouTube, I think this is bullshit. Here's my problem, the hypocrisy of people like this. Something had to happen of this nature in order for you to call this place out, right? Y'all going to this length to expose a theme park, right? We've all been to Disney World. I live in Orlando, Florida, guys. I've been to Disney World plenty of times. Do you guys know the history of Disney World? Do you know who Walt Disney was? If you don't know, let me give you a little background story in that motherfucker. 
the history. Let's see if we can find something. The history of Walt Disney himself. Let's look at the history of Walt Disney. He's one of the worst people in history. The history of Walt Disney. Okay. Let's see. Okay, let's go here. There we go. Check this out. Let's check this out, guys. This is the the this is the Walt Disney that a lot of people don't know about. And it's a fact. Walt was aware of the gap between himself and the persona he had created for public consumption. I'm not Walt Disney, he once told a friend. I do a lot of things Walt Disney wouldn't do. Walt Disney doesn't smoke, I smoke. Walt Disney doesn't drink, I drink. Whatever that means. He told himself he was the same regular guy he had always been. Mm -hmm. He got his haircuts at the company barbershop. Yep. Drove himself to the office every okay. day. And carried cans of his favorite chili and beans on trips to London. Chili and beans? Or the Disgusting. French Riviera. Disgusting. But he was not like everybody else. And he knew it. Every time Walt walked down a hallway, he would give a loud cough. Naturally, you'd think Walt's coughing because he was a, a smoker. But his cough was not necessarily All right, come on, let's get to it, man. I'll it was a warning sign, so we would know that the boss was in the area. Mm. In Bambi, there's a line when man is in the forest, you know, there was danger. You have to be worried. We'd hear Walt coughing coming down the hall. And one of the guys would say, man is in the forest. <laughs> and we'd all get okay, ready let's get to Walt. it. He walked through the door, and, you know, pins would drop. You couldn't hear anything. His personal power walked right with him. You knew you were sitting with Walt Disney. And it was no joking around. He would sit down, he said, okay, guys. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Get to the good Disney's stuff. Disney's company was bigger than ever in the early 1960s. Get to the good shit. With money to burn. But Walt was as restless and driven as always, and still difficult when things were going against him. He quit speaking to his brother Roy for months during a contentious contract negotiation. He still chain-smoked through every story meeting, Always aware that the clock. Man, if was I'm listening running. to this shit all the time, but it's not gonna tell For us. For the most part, he was, was patient. You know what? When somebody... You know what? My bad, y'all. I, I thought I found a video. Was Walt Disney? I don't, okay, I'll read something. Let's let's instead of looking for a video because I don't want to get flagged. I probably got flagged for that little portion of it right there. Uh, Walt Disney, racist. Let's check this out, okay? Now watch this. Walt Disney Wikipedia. Nah, that's not gonna be on Wikipedia. It's not gonna be there. They're not gonna do anything to slander that man. Okay. Walt Disney's was a Nazi sympathizer. Walt Disney was a known racist. These are facts. It's documented. He attended Nazi meetings. He attended uh, groups that was uh, about Nazis. Um, if you look at Mickey Mouse, the early days, if you guys know what the minstrel show is, the minstrel show was a show where white people would dress in blackface and wear these white gloves and they would make fun of black people. 
That's what the minstrel show was based off of. If you look at Mickey Mouse, that's what Mickey Mouse is based off of, the minstrel show. That's why he was black with white gloves. That was the signature look of the minstrel show. I have never heard any black person say anything negative about Disney. It should be as simple as if this person actually did ignore these kids, maybe they lose their job. But why do we rush to racism with everything? Because it's black. Anytime something happens to people black, it's racism, right? I can see a person just having a bad day at work. Also, ultimately, how do we know who the fuck was under the costume? How do we know? You know what I'm saying? But this is nasty. Uh, uh, I, I'm on the other side of the coin on this. I think it's bullshit. And I think it's a whole lot of things we could be focusing on instead of having fucking town hall meetings about Sesame Place. And now they're talking about how the little girls are traumatized? Get the fuck out of here, man. This shit is dumb. Dumb, and I hate this type of shit. Anyway, I talked about this entirely too long. Let's get into some more touching news. Ladies, I know a lot of y'all be looking for a sugar daddy. Y'all looking for somebody to take care of y'all. I found the perfect guy for you. Especially you broke-ass chicks in New York City. Shit is hard. I got the guy for you. He put this video out, so I'm going to share it for him. Y'all, this, this guy right here is the perfect guy for any, any chick who's broke and looking for a come up, this guy put it out here what he wants. So check this out. Good morning, single women. I am single. I am looking for hugs. Hugs. Not sex, but hugs. Not sex, but hugs. If that is you, I would like us to get to know each other and work from there. Okay? I live by myself. I Mm -hmm. have my own apartment. I just don't have a woman that's going to give me hugs in the morning. Now, if that can be you, let's work on that. Remember. Yo, this is one of the nicest guys I've ever heard of, heard in my life. This is a sweet old man right here. Yo, he, 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 probably, he probably already found somebody. D- just listen to him. I said this is only hugs. Hugs. I did not say this is about sex. Not about sex. Okay. Dick don't even Looking work. for a hugging relationship. A person that lives with me, and you never have to pay rent or anything. No rent, ladies. Your pay will be giving a hug in the morning. Give him a hug in the morning. Let's work on that. Okay? Ladies, how much easier can your life get than that? This man just want a fucking hug. Every morning, get up and give him a Matter of fact, you probably got some dick and you ain't got to sleep in the same room with him. You get free rent. Probably going to give you some more bread. And all that man wants is a hug. And I'm pretty sure you're going to keep bread in your pocket. You probably going to have a nigga come over and fuck you. He don't care. It's an old, sweet old man. So I don't know his name. I don't know his contact information. He don't have it on here. Let's see. He got a TikTok. Randall for you. Randall for you. You know what? Let me check TikTok to see if he if he got his shit fulfilled. Let's see. Randall for you. Randall. 
Randall for you. Boom, there you go. Let's see. Oh, he got some wild shit on him. Let's see. Is he singing? Let's see. Fellas, can you help me address this comment? I hear a lot of women saying men don't know what they want. Can you help me out by answering this question? Do men know what they want? And more than that, do men know what they don't want? I look forward to hearing y'all answers. Fellas. Yo, this is hilarious. All right, so I don't want to say y'all know how to do it. Yo, hold on. I don't know if y'all understand how TikTok duets work, right? So the person is supposed to say what they say in their video, and then you respond. So he actually did a side-by-side, and he's doing his video while she's talking, but you can't hear him. He doesn't understand how to work this. This guy's the greatest guy ever, man. Oh, my God. Yo, Randall for you. Come on, ladies. Give this man a shot. Yo. Let's see if he's singing or wait. Hello, everybody. This is Reverend Dr. Randall DeGillis. Uh, oh, wow. We're in right now is Disabled Pride Month. So if you are disabled, be proud. Amen. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Bye-bye. Yo, this is the nicest guy ever, man. Let's check out something else. His eyes look nuts without them glasses on, though. Randall for you. Y'all got to get him a shot, ladies. This dude is like the best dude ever. Sweet old man. And he's a reverend? Oh. Randall for you, Bishop. I'm visually impaired, but I don't let that stop me from working hard on me. Ladies, Annie Blonde! I'm just saying, he's blonde. And all he wants is a hug? So you're living with a blonde man. Who just wants a hug and will take care of you. And he's a man of God. I don't know what the hold up is. Randall, if anybody got you, I got you, bro. I got you, Randall. You know what I mean? You don't even got to be cute. You could, just, you could even be big. You know what I mean? Come on. He going to fuck around and have a tranny come over. <laughs> That's what's gonna wind up happening. He got a transgender man, woman gonna come in there and move in with him. He don't give a fuck. He just wanna hug. As long as he feel them titties on him, he don't care. And you smell good, and you got you know good lace fronting, or maybe your own hair grew out. Yo, Randall, come on, man, ladies, or transgender ladies, like go, go, go ahead, man. In the Bronx, I know y'all struggling out there. Give my man a shot. Um, speaking of blonde, this is another guy who I really, really, really support. I really support this guy. Um, I think he's super dope. 
Um, but I think he's really turned it into a troll. I don't get his angle sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, I and I was on to him early. I'm talking about Charleston White. I was on to him early. Like, I was fucking with him early. I'm like, yo, I really like this dude, man. You know what I mean? Have you ever seen any of his videos? But this time, I mean, granted, all the shit he says is tasteless. I'm there with him. You know what I mean? I'm a controversial dude. I say what I mean, and I mean what I say. And I do say a lot of unpopular shit, and I'm cool with that. But he just said some shit today, and I kind of got it, that I heard, not today, a couple of days ago. It was nasty, bro. Like, come on. Like, it's like, 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 I understand saying shit, but, like, it's like, now it's almost like the dude is, like, literally looking for views. Because this right here was fucked up. I'm going I'm to play what he said. I mean, I know he don't care if it's fucked up, but I don't understand his angle on this. This was crazy to even say some shit like this. You know what I mean? Nothing that happened at the school shooting affected me. I ain't missed a sleep. I don't even have no empathy for it. Yeah, much as black babies die, y'all didn't cry for baby Tamir Rice. Y'all didn't cry for baby Tamir Rice. When that six-year-old was killed because his cousin thought he was snitched, y'all ain't said a word. So nigga, fuck them 19 babies. Yeah, fuck them 19 Mexican babies. He was killed by a Mexican dude. Mind your business, black folks. Stay out them people's shit. Respectfully, Charleston, you you a bitch-ass nigga for that, bro. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I, 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 like I, I respect you. I respect what you do, but now it's like, you really feel that way, though? Like, I, 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 I hope you could respond to this. Like, you really feel that way about kids? You know what I'm saying? You really feel that way about 19 kids, babies getting killed? Little kids? Whether Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, white people support us or not, I think we all could agree that that shit was horrible, bro. Like, it, saying you don't give a fuck is one thing, you know what I mean? But fuck them kids? As a father? You can say that about children of another race? And this is what I be talking about, like, people be like, oh, black people can't be racist. This is a prime example of that. And I mean it respectfully. Like, I'm not going to go all the way in on the dude because I do respect him on a lot of levels. But this, like, I heard him say a lot of crazy shit, but I can't respect nothing about this. Nothing about this. About babies. All babies are the same to me, man. Like, that racism shit and the race thing, it don't start till, we get up, till they get older. And that shit is implanted in them. You know, my kids are black children. Some mixed, but they're black children. They got I'm their daddy, so they're, they're black. I take them to the park all the time. I live in a very diverse neighborhood. Actually, my neighborhood that I live in here is all white. My neighborhood is all white. And we go to the park. The kids see each other, and they just start playing with each other. Black, white, Asian. It's a cool thing to see how kids interact with each other like that, regardless of race. Because there are no races when it comes to little kids. So for a grown-ass man like this to say something like this about some little kids... Like, I lost a lot of respect. I probably lost all respect for you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't even feel comfortable watching nothing you say no more, nigga. Like, I got to finish watching. You probably come in with another angle, but this is crazy to say some shit like that. It's not even nothing. To, like, it, it's disgusting, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I ain't said a word, so nigga, fuck your 19, baby. 
Yeah, fuck them 19 Mexican babies. He was killed by a Mexican dude. Mind your business, black folks. Stay out them people's shit. Yeah, he was killed by his own kind. Like they like they stay out of our business, stay out of theirs. There was a Mexican who killed 19 Mexican babies. We don't shoot up our school, so that's not a black person problem. So fuck they problems, fuck they pain, and fuck they tear. I get that minding your own business, but to feel like you can't so you can't even call yourself human, bro, if, if, if that's your take on something happening to babies. It, 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 as, a, as a parent, I don't see children in color that way because children are innocent. You know, so for you to be say fuck them, it's almost like you're saying they deserved it. That's what you're saying. You're saying they deserved it. Fuck them. I don't care. I don't bother you to think of some little six-year-old kids as a father, as a grown man. Seeing kids get shot like that, I don't bother you. I ain't saying jump in and go fight for the Mexican cause because I'm not about to do none of that. But when I heard the shit, it broke my heart. And, and, and you truly are a, a, a piece of shit, bro. If that's really how you feel. Like if you trolling, even trolling is, is going a little too far. But if you, you really feel that way, bro, like that's crazy. This is the birth of a new nation called niggas. And we ain't got no heart for nobody but niggas. I wouldn't give a fuck if they dropped the bomb on the school. We don't give a fuck. They didn't drop it on niggas. Stay focused. You mean tell me there's more than one black person who share his sentiment? <laughs> like, well, you mean we? We who? Because I am, I'm all about my people. But that don't mean I hate other people. You know what I mean? It don't mean that. Black folk, stay focused. Don't cry. They didn't cry with us. They didn't cry when they killed baby Tamir Rice. Fuck you talking about it. Wasn't no news coverage like this for them 10 black people. Them 10 black people were killed. They already stopped news coverage. So we ain't crying for you, Valdi. We crying for Buffalo. We crying for Buffalo. Fuck you, Valdi. We crying for Buffalo. Fuck you, Valdi. We crying for Buffalo. Fuck you, Valdi. We crying for Buffalo. The birth of a new nation called niggas. I wouldn't care if a hundred babies died. It wasn't a nigga, baby. See, it was. You know what's fucked up, Charleston? Nobody gonna cry if you die, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like if something happened, like it's like, all right, something happened to 6 9 Nobody gonna give a fuck. They're gonna laugh. They're gonna laugh. And if something happened to you, you're not gonna look like a martyr. Like you can't let your legacy be this. I listen, I respect a lot of shit you do. Going against the gangs, going against all the ratchet shit black people be doing. I'm on your side with that. I do that shit all the time, bro. I go against the grain too, against the popular opinions, and I speak out on people who I think do fuck shit. I said this, I said it today on Facebook, and I said it on Twitter, and I said it on Instagram. Black people will fucking go to war, go all out to go against a fucking Muppet baby or Sesame Street character, but won't say a motherfucking word when it comes to the little black boys who killing each other on the block. No rallies for that. No accountability. Uh, we, we don't hold ourselves accountable. But we'll go crazy over a fucking police officer shooting a black person. Or a Sesame Street character walking away from some fucking uh, little kids. But when we kill each other, we ain't rallying for that. You got black people in the hood who definitely are active in doing that. But it don't go viral. It stayed within the community. Within those funerals and the people in the hood uh, having candlelight vigils, just stay right there. But it don't go viral. 
We make this shit like this, the Sesame Street shit, go viral. We should make every killing of a black kid by another gang gang member or how he got killed by by his own. We should hold them. We should hold ourselves accountable first. You know what I mean? And for the Buffalo shit, it did get a hell of a lot of coverage. Coverage for that. The media cared about that. That was a big. Th- that was a big thing. But this is babies, bro. This is little babies. And because they Mexican, fuck them. You're a piece of shit for that, bro. Like, all jokes aside, you are a piece of shit for that, Charleston White. I, I can't respect you no more, bro. I can't. To go in on some kids like that, bro, regardless of the color of their skin, man. They don't have nothing to do with nothing, bro. You don't know how these kids going to turn out. Yeah. How would your kids feel if they heard you say that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you a cornball for that. And, and that 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 energy, it, it's an uncomfortable life for you. You know what I mean? Like I'm a comedian, but I, I got people I piss off, but I'm not. I don't feel like there are people looking for me and want to do something to me. Like you 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 put yourself in, in a lot of issues. Like and and a lot of times I'm like, nah, Charleston is a good dude. You know, he got a good heart. You don't got a good heart if you if you talk about kids like that, bro. You don't. You don't have a good heart. Like, that's some evil shit, bro. Like, all jokes aside, it's evil, man, to say something like that about babies just because they're Mexican or, or Hispanic or whatever, you know, whatever race or eth- ethnic background they are. Kids is kids, bro. And, and, and you a piece of shit for that. And, you know what I mean, I know you probably don't care. You probably won't see this. But I'm telling you, you a whole piece of shit for that. You know what I mean? It kind of like negates everything you stand for, bro. And I can't respect it on no level. All right. Um, I got something else to say about black parents. Since we since we doing the black thing today, let's do it. Let's stay on that topic for a minute. I saw a tweet that went out. And this tweet, I was like, oh, this is a bar. This tweet was from Day Dage. At D-A-S-S-H-X. Her tweet says, Black parents love telling their children to go to college or get out while having absolutely zero money saved up for them to do so. That's such a bar. Because it's a fucking fact. I've said this all the time. Black American people are the only people who, who will shame young black boys for not having their own crib. Yo, you don't got your own crib. You should live with your mom. You know, white kids don't leave home till they finish college. And they're prepared for the real world. We will shit on a 19-year-old because he don't got his own apartment. He ain't supposed to. That's what we were tricked into thinking, though. Oh, well, you know, by the age of 18, you got to get the fuck out. You got to go and do what? And then that's how the cycle repeats itself because we don't set our kids up for that shit. I'm 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 a victim of that. God bless my aunt. I love her to death. She just doing what she knew. You know what I mean? She had great intentions, but she did it wrong. That was wrong how she did us, did me. Because I was never told to, I was never taught about sex. I was never handed condoms. Granted, as a single mom, which she was, raising all of them boys and, and my sisters, she did what she could do to keep us out of trouble. That was her focal point to keep us alive in the hood in Brooklyn. Living where we lived at. Well, my friends was dropping dead, niggas getting locked up. 
You know what I'm saying? When I was a teenager, that's when Bloods first came to New York. She kept us away from all that shit. So every summer, she'd be like, yo, y'all going down south. And I hated that shit, but I get it, and I thank her. I thank her for that. But these are the things you do to keep a boy safe. Women are ill-equipped and ill-prepared to raise a boy. That's why I don't believe in that whole, oh, my mother was my father too. No, she wasn't. No, you just didn't have a father. Your mother was an incredible mother. But things about like certain things that when you make that transition to a man, only a man can teach you that shit. Or you're going to learn by default, which is what happened to me. Because when I came in at 17 years old and I got my girl pregnant, I got kicked out. She kicked me out. You know what I mean? Fresh out of high school, on my way to college, life on hold now, baby on the way. I didn't know what to do. We didn't find out that she was pregnant until she was like five months pregnant either. And then my daughter was born at seven and a half months pregnant. Seven and a half months, my daughter came out. Four pounds, 12 ounces. My daughter's premature. So reality, I had two months to prepare to be a father. And zero knowledge of what to do. But you know what knowledge I did have? I had the knowledge of having a father at one point and then he walked out on me. Or got on drugs and, you know, whatever happened to him. And I said, as a kid, when I have kids, I'm never doing that. So my introduction to fatherhood was doing the opposite of what my dad did. But I was sent into the world with, with, nothing, with no plan. With no guidance, no nothing. That's horrible. I didn't have help. And I needed help. But I had to figure it out on my own. And I harbor a lot of resentment with some of the women in my family because of it. You know what I mean? We got to stop doing that. I would never kick my kids out on the street. And they need me. And they're just getting prepared for adulthood. You know, boy, a man don't fully mature until he reached 30 in his late 30s. So you mean tell me a 17-year-old boy is prepared for the real world and a fatherhood? Come on, man. That was terrible what happened to me. And I know that she didn't know that's what it did, but it really did. It fucked me up. It made me become a man very late in life. And I, I, I'll sit here on this show and admit that I didn't reach my fullest, and I'm still maturing and I'm still growing. But as far as like really embracing fatherhood, I'll say I've always loved my children. I've always taken care of them to the best of my ability. But to when I really said fatherhood is the shit. And I love this shit. I'll do anything for my kids. I'll sacrifice. You know, it was it was a time in my life in my 20s where I needed to go out. And I would spend a couple of hours with the kids. Take them places. But like saying fuck the club and. You know, really thinking about my children's future instead of like thinking of how I was going to tend to them on a day-to-day basis. Those changes didn't take place to about, I would say about maybe about 2014. I've been a father since 1999. You know what I'm saying? And because of that, there's some relationships with some of my children that should be a little better than what they are. And I understand my shortcomings growing up. And I remember on the show, the, the, the Shah. Uh, what's the character? The character that's played by, uh, 
forgot the light skinned cat. Whatever. It's him and his father. His father's very young like him. He he his father was out there having mad kids and he uh Jacob Lattimore. The character played by Jacob Lattimore, I forgot his name. And him and his wife had got into it and he needed to come. No, his mother kicked him out. And he had to go stay with his dad. And his dad said to him, I apologize that you're getting you got that version of me. And that your siblings get this version of me. And that's the one thing I think my kids harbor resentment about. They don't understand that 20-year-old Will, 19-year-old Will is not 40-year-old Will. You know what I'm saying? And I apologize that that's the version of me y'all got. But that's who I was at that time. I'm not the same person anymore. My priorities have changed. My my bank of knowledge has grown. And it's because of my experiences is uh is who I am now. You know what I mean? Like I'm not the same dude who need to run to the club every five minutes, the same dude who need to wear every pair of Pradas and every pair of Gucci's and every Louis. Now granted, I still keep it fly, but my priorities are different. Like I would much rather spend my weekends with my children all day and then when they go to sleep, I can go out. And then most of the time most for the most part when I go out it's for work purposes. It's not, oh I need to hit the club. I need to go out. I need to be with this woman. I need to be with that woman. That shit changed a long time ago. You know what I mean? But that's the first uh, step to having uh, change is accountability to realizing that there is an issue within yourself and you need to change it. And I've taken my beatings from my children. I've taken the resentment and the, and the, and the, and the, uh, the, 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 the harsh words I've taken and I ate that shit but see now I'm at a point where now some of those kids are adults now and I'm not tolerating disrespect from anybody so I always let my children know I love you and I'll do anything for you but I don't gotta fuck with you if you wanna hold on to that resentment that's on you I'm not begging you know what I mean at all I'm not begging any of you to be a part of my life I would love to be in it, but as an adult, you want to switch up? You got to go through your shit like I had to go through my shit. But I'm right here if you need me. Right here. I ain't going nowhere. But anyway, that's just my own testimony. You know what I mean? I hope you guys enjoyed that. But uh, what else we got? What else we got? You know, I got a lot of shit about, and I didn't realize the where I was going with this. I do got some funny shit on there, but... uh. Let's get into this next shit. All right. T-Pain said something the other day. And here's another controversial thing I'm going to say. Because I've been saying this shit for years. Let's see. Let's go to YouTube. YouTube. And a lot of people got mad about what he said. Okay. Let's get rid of this. I, I believe he said it on Academic Show. All right, let's see if we can find that. Let's see. What's up? I'm A-Dub from DX Daily Podcast, and check this out. So Boosie Badass has never been someone afraid to share their opinion on Wednesday, July 3rd. No, 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 not Boosie. I want to know what he said. Okay. See, people be jumping on these subjects early. Come on. So, all right, so he made some comments about Tupac. And I agree and disagree with him at the same time. 
His time frame was just off. Alright, let's see. Another episode of Hip Hop or Hood where we wanna hear you got all the statements that he made. Clean and accurate. Oh, it is wild. So to say and this hit. You know what I mean? Like come with it. Alright, so this is just a guy's commentary on it. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear what he said. I want to play what he said out of his mouth because I don't want to misquote. I want you guys to hear what he had actually said. Uh, it was an academic show. He said it. Is this it? Could y'all play the goddamn audio? If Instagram and Twitter were popping, like when we Pop go. was like beefing, like imagine how entertained that would have been. I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like yeah, and this gonna be this gonna be some bullshit. And Pop would have got killed sooner. People gonna people gonna nah, not Pop wouldn't have got yeah. Oh, you know what? Pop would have got killed sooner. Yes, and yes. And, yes. And, yes. and 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 he would have got his ass ate the fuck up. What? Hey yo, <laughs> lyricism wise, Pop would have got fucking. Ridiculously murdered yeah. because it's, well, because the niggas out here for real, bro. Pac was the crazy lyricist at our time because they okay. I, I don't agree with him. Pac was getting ate up lyrically back then. See, here's what I always hate about people with this Tupac shit. I think Pac's Pac is one of the greatest. But not just rappers. He's one of the greatest all around. If if if, if it wasn't for Pac's off-camera antics and his act, if you remove his acting, remove Pac's revolutionary side, that also coupled with his thug life side and his image and the way he looked and everything about him was just, if you just put his music there, he was average. Sorry. He made great albums. He made great music. But uh, a bulk of Tupac's rap catalog was trash. I said what the fuck I said. A bulk of Tupac's music was garbage. His first couple of albums, garbage. Garbage. Like, you know what I'm saying? Me Against the World, All Eyes on Me, Machiavelli, the Fire. The shit before that? Strictly for my niggas? Bruh. Garbage. Garbage. Let me see. Let me see. I, I play. I don't give a fuck what nobody got to say. I said what I said. Let's see. Tupac albums. All right. Tupac artists. Let's go back to his, like his first couple of Top songs. Let's see his albums. I I go all his albums, right? Tupacalypse Now. Like I think Tupacalypse Now had a couple of joints on it. I think Brenda's Got a Baby was on that. Let me just pick a a a, ra a random song. Yeah, Brenda's Got a Baby was on that. Maybe that's the only thing that was on there. Let's play the Lunatic. Let's see. Let's see. 
First of all, this beat is crazy. Oh, shit. Jumped on my man's dick. Heard he had a 12 bitch. Now the bitch is love sick. Who's the blank? The guy or the groupie? Heard it was down with DU. Now she wants to do me. Who we? This is. Come on, son. That shit is garbage, bro. Rebel of the Underground Season. This shit is trash. shit is garbage you know what i mean like his music got better over time but there's rappers who came out fire and they never died down big hove x like their music declined over time pac's music got better over time so no pac was never like this crazy lyrics his emphasis that he put in his words his feelings that he put into it and i think when people couple his legacy with his music they give out a false statement on how great Pac was. If you remove all of those elements of Pac and just focus on his music, mediocre, average, period. But when you throw all that acting, thug life, philosopher, uh, 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 revolutionary, um, um, sex symbol, when you throw all that shit in there, it's like, damn, this dude was great. Yeah, he was. But people throw all that shit in with his music. Cause so when T Pain say he'll get eight now, by who? You know, you got the alien rappers like your your, your Kendricks and your J. Cole's. But back then in the nineties, you had to be nice to get on. Everybody knew how to rap back then. There was nobody too like who was Tupac eating back then? Who was he eating? Like who was who was who was Tupac ly lyrically killing? Like lyrically going in. Tupac wasn't fucking with nobody back then. Everybody back then was nice. One of the prerequisites of being a rapper back in the days was that you had to know how to rap. <laughs> that was the main thing. You had to know how to rap. You know what I'm saying? Niggas can't rap nowadays. You fucking shitting me? Come on, bro. I think if Tupac was still alive today, he wouldn't even be rapping. Tupac would be one of the greatest actors ever, probably. He probably would be who Will Smith is today. He probably would have been that instead. Yeah, he would have been. A, he probably would have been with Jada. Jada wouldn't have did that shit to Pop. So I agree with T-Pain, but just not on the time frame. I think uh, 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 it would have been what Tupac was in the era of the rappers. So for him to say he get eight now is bullshit because niggas ain't rapping now. You know what I mean? So you was off by that, T-Pain. Off. Um, last but not least, I know there's some other things over here that I have on there, but eh, I don't really care about it no more. It's the, it's the, uh... So there was an FCC statement that came out. And all you TikTokers, y'all better start flooding your fucking Facebook pages and you and Instagram pages because uh, TikTok might be out of here, y'all. It might be out of here. I don't give a fuck. I mean, my TikTok is lit. I got like over 100,000 followers on there. And um, this was uh, recently. U.S. FCC Commissioner wants Apple and Google to remove TikTok from their app stores. 
A leader of the U.S. Federal Communications Commission said he has asked Apple and Google to remove TikTok from their app stores over China-related data security concerns. The widely popular short video app is owned by Chinese company ByteDance, which faced U.S. scrutiny under President Donald Trump. Brendan Carr, one of the FCC's commissioners, shared via Twitter a letter to Apple CEO Tim Cook and Alphabet CEO Sundar Pichai. The letter pointed to reports and other developments that made TikTok non-compliant with the two companies' app store policies. TikTok is not what it appears to be on the surface. It's not just an app for sharing funny videos and memes. That's the sheep. That's the sheep's clothing, he said in the letter. At its core, TikTok functions as a sophisticated surveillance tool that harvests extensive amounts of personal and sensitive data. Alphabet, Apple, TikTok did not immediately respond to CNBC comments for uh, requests for comment. So, um, get ready because TikTok might be out of here. Um, I wouldn't give a fuck, but I know a lot of the talentless people would because I said this about TikTok. I've been on Instagram for years. Right now, I'm rebuilding my platform because... I got canceled for talking shit, you know, doing my comedy thing, you know, cancel culture. They got me out of here. Tried to anyway, but my page is back. It's doing numbers and it's growing back up. I was on TikTok for about two months. I blew up immediately. Viral millions and millions and millions of you. And that's with a talent. Most of the people on TikTok have no talent. None. Actually, the more weird you are and quicker you are, the bigger your platform will be. TikTok is a platform for people who got deformities, Mental conditions, big people. Like, it's just that place where you can just be safe and be who you want to be. So a lot of people going to be mad as hell. Kids, it's one of those apps. And for them saying what they're saying, I think it is a little sheep's clothing what they're doing. Because they pegged themselves with this real nice user-friendly app, which it is. And safe, but that's usually when there's some sinister shit behind something. It usually is like that. Like Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? BLM was all about black people and, you know, on the surface. But really, some hidden agendas in there. And now, look, they're under scrutiny right now. They're being looked into and investigated because they they gave no money to the uh, families. And of the victims, they kicked no money back into these communities. But you know what they did? Broke off brothers and cousins and uncles. Millions of dollars, but million dollars of homes and shit like that. And now you don't even hear from the motherfuckers no more. They ain't outside no more. Where's Black Lives Matter with the Sesame Street? Why Black Lives Matter wasn't out there with my son and Tamika Maori for the Sesame Street shit? You know what I mean? But anyways, y'all, it's been a fun show. I recorded a little later than I wanted to, but... I was able to, I'm glad I'm able to get this shit off today and get episode 156 done. But till next time, people, once again, do not forget to follow me on TikTok for now while it's still here at KingDirtbag718. Follow me on Instagram at WillMills718. No, I think it's just Will Mills. See, I don't even be knowing my shit. Yeah, Will Mills, W-I-L-M-I-L-Z. Follow my Facebook at Will Miller. And make sure you guys subscribe to my YouTube channel. Please leave a comment, share, and share a like. And lastly, do not forget to visit my website, kingdirtbag.com, to check out all my merch. All right, till next week, I will holler at y'all. Y'all have a good night, and y'all stay safe. Love y'all. Shout out to Fredo Cash. 
Baltimore stand up, all jokes aside, theme song, let's get it. I'm fucking up. <laughs> Whoa. Fredo. Uh, uh. I love it. I love it. Whoa. Me and Pyrex together, watch two words collide. Me and Jackie board out the sweets and we got hella holes inside. Whoa. I'm the shit, I'm the shit. Bitch, all jokes aside. I'm the shit, I'm the shit. Bitch, all jokes aside. Till next week, holla at me. Same time, same place. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.